0: Good evening governor hello ladies and gentlemen boys and girls people of all ages you have come to the most awesome talk show in my opinion in the universe you've reached the first amendment talk show brought to you by the people for the people i am your host my name is Dave ace dod and it is an honor to be here thank you for having me thank you for being here and chatting with me Today I have uh, we have our host here, Dr. B, how are ya? I
1: am excellent, Ace. Thank you for asking. I am alive. I'm breathing. I am here. And I hope the audience is just as excited as I am for today's episode. Awesome.
0: I'm actually glad you brought up the you are happy to be alive. Because in today's show, we have a very spooky and scary topic. Today's show is Ways We Can Die. According to a lot of strong and independent uh, humans out there, some may believe that you're Superman or Wonder Woman. That is false, ladies and gentlemen. We are all going to go out someday. Sadly, gladly, however you want to put it. Life is great. Life can be hard. But once you're gone, you're gone. So in today's topic, uh, we're going to talk about some ways uh, that the apocalypse might hit us, some ways that we could die, literally a million ways that we could die, but we're only going to name some of them because we do have things to do tomorrow, so we'll keep it nice and short. So if any of you want to chime in, talk to us, uh, go ahead and message us. We are on eight different platforms right now podcast platforms we are anchor spotify stitcher radio public google podcast amazon music pocket cast cast box we also have a little youtube channel on the works we have about four or five uh videos but you can always comment and check us out there you can also leave us a little message or send us a nice little message or long message whatever the case may be at unfrozen minds or no limit minds no limit minds with a z at gmail.com you can also reach us on Facebook, First Amendment Talk Show at Facebook, or you can reach me on my personal uh, Facebook page. Uh, where when it comes to the First Amendment Talk Show, I do post a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff for the for the uh, actual talk show, First Amendment Talk Show. But my profile page is AceDOD at Facebook. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we have a great topic for you today. We will talk about ways. That our fragile bodies and minds and maybe even souls can hit the dirt metaphorically and literally dr b what is one of the scariest ways that comes to your mind uh when it comes to just going out and hitting the dirt
1: oh that is a very tough question (laughs) giving me the the hard one right off the bat yes I suppose, you know, I'm sure most people are kind of afraid of the unknown. But I, I might be a little more afraid of what's already known out there. I'm sure what would be the most terrifying way to die would be me growing old, going, going to work, unable to retire. Um, if I were a, a, a Walmart greeter and I had to clock into work, and that would be my last day alive, <laughs> that would probably be the most terrifying <laughs> way to go out. Something, <laughs> you know, not as big as a, and exciting, but that would be pretty, pretty terrifying for me, I guess, leading up to it. But if I had to choose something absolutely terrifying, that would be something out of the blue. Um, I would be pretty terrified of many of the, uh, creatures, um, that we may find in the Resident Evil series. Some of those things are pretty grotesque, um, pretty disturbing. Uh, I know I I played a little bit of the, uh, latest one, Resident Evil 8. I have not finished it, sadly, but (laughs) the the uh you know if i were to be chased around by some of the creatures in there uh i would be pretty darn terrified and that would be a, a tragic way to die <laughs> thing that so that, resp- that, would, that would spook me if there were any zombies out there that yeah that, that might be a pretty terrifying way for me to go out so zombies huh you
0: are, so you're you're afraid of going out by being infected by uh 19 i mean uh the t virus <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> well if the t virus if i knew it were just covid then, you know it, it wouldn't be so terrifying but yes if i had to be hunted down by some zombies i think that would be pretty terrifying and of course, if they ended up catching me, I mean <laughs> that would be pretty unlucky for me. As you know, many of them are walking at a pace of like two miles an hour with a couple arms falling off. <laughs> but if they were to be able to catch me, yeah, I, I would be pretty terrified of that. <laughs> but so now, I... that you're... <clears throat> now that
0: now on that, uh, let me ask you this: that one of our uh, one of our awesome fans, one of our awesome listeners, asked me. What would be worse, uh, being chased by zombies, and being caught by zombies um, and being uh, eaten by zombies, or being caught by zombies and being raped by zombies? What is worse, ladies and gentlemen? And Dr. B.
1: Definitely being raped by zombies. (laughs) That does not. (laughs) I don't think anything could be worse than that. I'd rather the zombies just kill me.
0: Yeah, you'd but, rather be
1: <laughs> I think the scary part from zombies is the kind of leading up to that I mean them always chasing you. You can't sleep comfortably at night. You're just there's always a unnerving feeling. I mean, you could be it hiding away inside a car or inside a barn or somewhere and you'll still hear them creeping around you never know when they might just find you it you know they're kind of terror they sustain terror always but i mean if they end up spotting you you know you're gonna be running away and i don't think the terror will increase too much from there unless we're talking about More of a scenario of 28 days later where these zombies have rabies and they're spraying at you. That would be actually very terrifying. And uh, for me, I'm pretty clumsy too. So uh, as soon as I start to get scared, I'm going to be tripping over things, falling, bumping into stuff. Yeah, I I would do pretty bad with zombies. I think so. And I know we had our uh, zombie survival guide earlier. But truth be told, uh, I might not be someone to make it. I would really have to prepare beforehand.
0: There is your answer. About 75% of the people would rather be eaten by zombies than raped by zombies. And I understand why. So me personally, I'm not going to lie. It depends on the gender. Um, I do not. I would not want to be consumed Um, but if it is a bunch of, uh, you know, big Bubba zombies straight out of prison, I would rather be eaten by them than raped by them. Um, however, you know, 25% rather be raped by zombies than eaten by zombies. And I understand why, because obviously if you get eaten and consumed, you're never coming back, especially if they're zombies, um, they can't really poop. So yeah, you're pretty much gone. Um, so I would say, I would say one of the worst ways to die. I don't know if it's just me, but a lot of people fear dying uh, by burning. Um, I've actually gotten burned before, not too badly, but I've gotten burned before. And I, ever since I was a kid, I've I've found water as fascinating as fire. I don't know why. Like, all when I was a kid, I would just sit there and touch, you know, the flames and stuff, and I don't know if that would make me, uh, what is that word arsonist or whatever, but I've never burned anything down. So as far as burning, I know a lot of people that I've spoken to would not want to die burning, would rather die freezing than burning. Um, those are the people that I don't think that I don't think they've ever worked inside a freezer because when you're a freezer, you don't feel anything. Um, and you literally just, you know, uh, start turning purple um is that a better way to die than burning i don't know uh what say you dr b would you would you prefer freezing or burning
1: freezing or burning i mean i've never had to deal with a super severe burn nor have i dealt with severe cold either i mean i I would like to think that maybe severe cold, just like many of the other people out there, wouldn't be as bad as burning alive. Um, I do know for many of the people that do end up burning alive, I mean, many of them die. I mean, when they obtain a second degree burn, they end up dying from dehydration. Uh, You know, many of their nerves are damaged and they lose sensation. So I don't know at what point when you're on fire when you finally stop you know having sensation feeling pain because you know burning does seem very very severe whereas the cold i mean the cold you are going to get a burn as well i mean when you deal with extreme temperatures your body can't tell the difference So i know severe cold would feel like you are on fire (laughs) but with severe cold your body starts to shut down so i do hope as you as you begin to lose consciousness that would i hope that would be pretty quick and less painful but i honestly don't know i don't with that said neither of them seem good both would be awful ways to go out in my opinion but I think I would, I would have to go with severe cold. That that will be the end of my rant. I probably, I probably talked too much for that one. At the end, I could have kept that a little more simple.
0: <laughs> no, no, actually, you're you're you got to remember your life depends on on the answer. So, we're talking about ways ways you don't want to die. I, I agree with you. <clears throat> I agree with you. I think. Uh, and here, here's the reason why I choose freezing over burning. Like I said earlier, um, burning doesn't really bother me as much as it bothers most people. Like I've actually, believe it or not, most of, most, most of you folks out there don't know, but I've actually gone in houses, uh, that were burning to save, uh, you know, little animals. I was young and stupid, but you know, as you, as when you're a kid, you think you're a hero. I could have gotten blown up with the house, but, um, it's a long story. Um, but burning never really affected me, um, Never really scared me. However, I would pick freezing because I don't know if you've seen that movie Encino Man with Paulie Shore and the caveman. You know, unfreezes or he thaws out and he unfreezes um, in the modern world. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can. You know, not die. I could freeze and then I can just live in the future. Uh, however, the way things are going, i rather... Yeah, I think i rather burn. I don't want to live in the future. The way things are going, I'm probably going to regret it. So I, I would say burning over freezing because of that, actually. Um, so here's another question for all of you out there. For Dr. B, There's this is a question that was brought up by one of our uh, awesome listeners. <clears throat> out of the five elements in the... Uh, or four elements out of the five which is earth, um, earth, wind, fire, and water, what would be the worst way to go out? By burning, by drowning, by suffocating, um, or by being crushed by land and rocks? Which one would be the the worst one for you, Dr. B?
1: You know, I I would stick to my first answer. I do think... Uh, Burning to death would be maybe one of the worst. At the same time, I am claustrophobic. I don't deal well with tight spaces. And when I get that feeling of, you know, that feeling of it being difficult to breathe, uh, oh, I would really not like that one bit. Uh, So I would place that a close second. (laughs) However, I would say, you know, I would put in this order. Fire would be the worst. Freezing would be the next worst then it would be suffocating. And, I mean, being crushed, I would hope that goes really quick. Unless we're talking about quicksand, but then that would be, you know, kind of the same where you end up suffocating. But, yeah, as long as a boulder just falls on me and I'm squished, just like a a Looney Tunes character. Yeah, (laughs) I, I think that would be the... Best way to go out because I wouldn't be conscious of you know of the pain and I would die that that fast before realizing anything. But as for you, Ace, what would be your order? Um, well, I'm not gonna lie. So okay, so so burning
0: the whole thing with burning. If if I'm gonna burn, it better kill me because. If it doesn't kill me, I'm just going to be one ugly fucker for the rest of my life. I mean, I'm not the, the prettiest thing. But, you know, I'm going to look pretty damn deformed if I get burned. So, burning would probably not be the worst for me. Um, unless, of course, again, I live as a mutant for the rest of my life. Without hair, with, you know, one eye down there and one eye up here. Whatever the case may be, whatever fires due to, to people with super-duper severe burns... Um, that actually live that would suck however um, the way the way to go out when it comes to earth is being like you said being crushed because if there's walls like in like in uh, alien versus predator if there's walls coming at you and just smashing you that 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 gets you thinking and it stresses you out a lot knowing that you're closer and closer to death because the walls are inching closer and closer together uh, and they're about to smash you um i would say that drowning would probably be one of the worst for me because i don't know i don't it's just it it's very i get very anxious when i can't breathe and that's me knowing that i'm gonna survive right now, if I know that I'm not going to survive and I can't breathe, that's that's the end of it. Like, it's, it's a horrible way to go out. That's why Jason Voorhees always comes back and he never dies because he died a very bad death. I mean, Freddy Krueger is the same story, right? But um, I would say drowning. I would say either drowning or getting crushed. Uh, freezing is not on my top. Uh, getting burned probably isn't on my top either. But getting crushed and suffocating and drowning, I think those are some of the worst ways you can go out. I don't know if your soul would be at peace if that was to happen. I've heard stories where you know wives get choked and drowned and they come back and they they haven't gone to heaven or whatever the case may be. So I don't know Dr. B I think uh, yeah, drowning is probably one of the worst ones. I've trust me, I've heard of a lot of stories where women's souls are not at peace. Specifically because, you know, the husband killed him. Um, and children as well. You know, children aren't in peace because they were drowned. So that's a pretty horrible way to go out. Um, yeah, as, as far as, as, as these, uh, these questions, thank you all for, uh, for extending these uh, comments and, and questions and feedback. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, I will create a poll in the near future when it comes to stuff like this so i can have more percentages and more folks participate in these sort of things pretty interesting stuff the things that we've been getting the comments the questions the answers so thank you all out there um another another uh another case of the apocalypse i guess you can say would probably more than likely in my opinion would be the destruction of man because of man now, if any of you out there disagree with me, if you think that men will be exterminated by extraterrestrials, by COVID, by the T virus, or by a giant tsunami, please let us know. We're always here to hear you out. Dr. B, if you had if you had a choice, the way you see humanity, the 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 direction that humanity is going, how do you think Uh, the apocalypse is going to end us
1: oh I like the direction we're moving in from death we may face as an individual to what humanity may face and that is a great question so what realistically what might humanity uh, come face to face with what what type of death will approach us um you know if i were to just play it super safe maybe an asteroid uh, maybe technology we build uh maybe destroying the planet and destroying our food sources you know something along those lines but i don't want it to be that i would prefer an alien invasion if we were to go out and um, truth be told, uh, I think the aliens themselves might want to take a t- take us out from the direction us humans are going. I do think that could be a- an actual potential. I mean, for any life out there, uh, looking at us humans, I mean, we're a danger to ourselves, and we might pose a danger to everyone else. So I do see any life outside of—I mean, whether it's our galaxy or they're in a neighboring universe, well, wherever they might be. Uh, if there are any aliens watching us right now, I'm sure they're very disappointed and <laughs> in our progression. <laughs> but if I if I were an alien, I would you know. I would see us as a potential danger to the rest of the universe. But <clears throat> if aliens saw us and were like, okay, you know what? <laughs> the, these humans are probably going to destroy themselves. <laughs> I mean, I definitely believe it.
0: <laughs> so there's a theory out there, Dr. B, that we are the aliens uh, and that the mammals and reptiles and maybe other creatures in this planet are the actual. Native creatures of Earth. Uh, what, what do you think about that? Uh, when 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 people when people uh, state their opinion and and you know pretty much say that we are from a different planet.
1: Well, that is true. I mean, to the aliens, I mean, we are the aliens. I don't know what life could be out there. I mean, I know we are in here in a vast cosmos. Potentially, I I wouldn't be surprised if there are, if there is other life out there. And of course, I'm sure there has been life that has visited our planet. But what that life makes of us, uh, I'm not all too sure. I mean, we'll... Potentially, some of us may have come from the Anunnaki. Um, I know other people out there believe that there are other life forms too that may have come to this planet. So potentially, we may even be, according to other theories, we may be uh, aliens from other life forms uh, left at this planet. But I, I do like to think, and maybe I'm just being optimistic here, that the the Earth plays a special role somewhere, and we have a, a bigger, grander role in the universe, where we're not just here randomly. I, I, I do like to think that. So with that said, I, I, I will double down and say we are not the aliens. We're, If this were a TV show, humans would be the main characters. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) Nice. That's awesome. So we are the main characters, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You are the main character, especially to your own story. This is your story. Don't let any other character extra ruin it. Now, back to reality, Dr. B. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh when it comes to okay so so here's the thing i don't want to veer off too 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 hard i don't want to do a hard uh hard right and go towards the whole um anunnaki and different species because i mean you open you open that uh that that tube of pringles up and now i have to figure out how to close it because i can talk about that for days but let's say let's say okay so let's say for example we do come from different species and this and that um So the religious community, most religious communities, such as Christians, Catholics, uh, I believe Muslims, Jews, and so on and so forth, they don't believe in extraterrestrials. They do believe in a God that um, is not from this planet, but that created this planet. And these religions believe that God is eventually going to come back and take over and kill all the bad people. Now, I'm not saying they're wrong. But I am saying that that does sound super magical. You know, I do believe that there is a God. I do believe that, you know, God can pretty much take us out at will. Um, However, it's the same discussion that I've had with people that believe in aliens because people are afraid of aliens. And I've told them, don't you think that if aliens were real and they were bad, they would have already taken us out? I mean, you got to think about it. They travel millions and billions and trillions of light years away for what? So they can just look at us? No. So there's some... If there is something, something there, there's something going on, and they would have taken us out a long time ago. So for all you out there who fear aliens, do not. Uh, because more than likely, they're not as bad as you think they are. Because if they were, we would have all been dead by now. Now, with that being said, I do believe that there's extraterrestrials out there. I do believe that people that created the Bible took out, left out some of the books because of that, because of the whole extra, talking about the extraterrestrials rather than the magic of God and the magic of angels and the magic of, or the black magic of demons, um, which that's a whole topic in itself, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about that in one of our next, uh, sessions. But for now we talk about how people may die, um, in the apocalypse. Um, religious folk, again, they're saying that Jesus is coming back. Um, you know, scientists don't really want to pinpoint. The scientific community doesn't really want to pinpoint other than climate change and the destruction, slow destruction of Earth. Other than that, I don't think uh, the scientific community has any other theories. Oh, also, Yellowstone might erupt, but it's been trying to erupt for so many years. I'm, I'm already leaving that theory behind me. Um so Dr B uh, do you think the potential of volcanoes tsunamis tornadoes the fault of san andreas yellowstone do you think any of those would be would be uh pretty pretty uh possible
1: I do think some of those c- could have a a potential for a global disaster as for destroying the planet i d- i don't necessarily know I mean, this was kind of toyed with in uh, 2012, with the end of the Aztec calendar. And of course, there was that movie, I forget the exact name, but it was for 2012. And all sorts of natural disasters were going on, from giant giant tsunamis, tornadoes, volcanoes, that nearly everything was going on at the same time and i mean with that in mind 2012 passed on by we're still here for now and still i do think if a massive volcano had erupted and that you know potentially polluted the air with all the smoke i mean this could then reduce sunlight to different crops and things like that which could potentially lead to food shortages i I, I can see that many of these natural disasters could result in you know some global devastation it it might affect the population overall i mean we we get plenty of torn i mean tsunamis i mean haiti has been hit with enough already um i i hear too much in the news that country always getting hit by tsunamis and i mean these natural disasters end up uh you know killing many i mean many people die in the process uh so i do think many of these natural disasters could be very devastating on a global scale but i don't know about potentially ending the planet i if there is something more along the lines of the natural disaster i would have to say that does uh destroy the planet It would either be something with a giant massive solar flare from the sun potentially or an asteroid something along those lines but as for something happening right on earth i don't necessarily think so if if i had to go along with a conspiracy theory a type of apocalypse, maybe something along Y2K, uh, but but a different way. I, I do think AI AI will become very, very powerful. And um, al- although I'm not too sure if AI alone would be enough to take out humanity, I do think a hybrid, a hybrid human with AI uh, fused together that may result in a superhuman i was looking at a potential conspiracy theory regarding you know w- with with covid vaccines coming out because we now have these mrna vaccines we're now able to manipulate our dna and genes and now we can start to make these superhumans and imagine if these superhumans also kind of integrated with ai it would be a new, almost a new type of species that'll be far more powerful than humans. And I mean, for any human that would deny, you know, taking any genetic modification or fusing with machine and AI, they, they would be left behind. So in a way, I, I do think us as humans, as we are now, for our current DNA, for what we are, potentially we could be you know, phased out by a new species that integrates with machine and has genetic modifications, eventually at some point, there would be a line where we would no longer be human from that much modification. So Ace and the audience, my question to you both, if, if in the future, let, let's just set aside AI if genetic modification becomes something very popular. I mean, for now, we are getting vaccines, and with these vaccines, our DNA is becoming modified. What, what happens later where we no longer care about just for vaccination? We start using uh, you know, mRNA to just modify our intelligence, our looks, everything else, but this just lead to us becoming a new species, and humans just being wiped out from being inferior to this new more powerful and intelligent species has been modified uh, genetically what are your thoughts oh man it's crazy
0: that you asked me that because i've actually um as you said you know ai aside uh we'll, we'll leave that aside for now but i do have to get back to that because that is has the connection of what you just asked me when it comes to the intelligent species versus the dumbed down uh, species of humankind i think um i think uh society's been dumbing us down for a very long time i don't know if you've ever watched that movie wally but um or uh idiocracy but i do believe that there's going to be a point in time in our life if you see every single generation from gen x to the generations now you will see how how mentally unstable, and not only mentally unstable, but mentally controlled we are. Um, and yeah, I, I think I think uh, the modifications—you don't even have to do too much to to make a uh, human mind submissive. You can just—I mean, like like we stated earlier—you could just throw a bunch of trends in there, and we become submissive towards trends, you know. And it's it's nuts the way things work. Um, so, as far as, as, as the AIs, um, there was a, a, an AI that was called Sophia, I believe it was back in 2020, that can express over 60 human feelings, um, and we go up from there, it gets worse because uh, this year, Google, uh, there was a whistleblower, that uh, person, that, an engineer that's been working in Google, that has, that engineered, or helped engineer... Uh, a robot that can actually express feelings if you ask the the robot um, anything emotional it gets emotional Uh, there hasn't been any tears yet but that's only because it's a robot um, and tears usually come mostly from humans right unless you program something to cry but yeah dr b i think um as we dumb down um nostradamus actually a philosopher back in uh, in the old age, his name's what his name was Nostradamus. He actually predicted that the fall of mankind was gonna be was gonna be um, started by a leader uh, without a head. Um, now I'm not quoting the uh, I'm not quoting it uh, fully and and you know specifically like he said it, but he said something along those lines that we were gonna we were gonna destroy we were gonna be destroyed by. A leader with uh no head a lot of people thought that it was a woman because obviously a man with no head is is not a man it could be a woman right um and then people decided uh that it was it sounded more like a robot now nostradamus i don't think he 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 could have had the slightest idea of what would we of what would what of what humankind would become and what we are today because this this was back when you know they used to they used to use feathers as pens, so the the technology that they had back in the day was pretty much uh, Morse code compared to the cell phone of today or Facebook of today. They had Morse code. They 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 didn't have any you know kind of real technology. Um, so for him to predict that that's it's kind of interesting, you know. kind of interesting how like technology has actually taken over us um whether you're doing good or bad with your facebook page with your you know uh with your virtual market or whatever the case may be we, we 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 uh we should admit to you know the fact that we we live in our phones we live in our laptops we live in our in our tv we live in our video games we live in technology um if somebody you know isn't willing to admit that they're either lumberjacks out in you know arkansas or alaska somewhere or we're just lying to ourselves um so as far as the control dr b i think we've been under this these spells i guess you can say um to where we don't we don't function like humans anymore we function more like programmed um humanoids i guess you could say um i will admit it i mean i actually you know do do mostly to the program and everyone sending me messages and stuff and i'm not complaining trust me i love it um i also live in my phone i also live in 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 the virtual world I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that that's the direction we've turned to whether we we want to or not. You know, if you're dating, I mean, most people that don't have time to date out their date, on, they live in dating sites and they swipe left or right. Uh, Facebook is another big one. As a matter of fact, TikTok is probably one of the biggest ones right now and Twitter. Uh, people express their feelings on Twitter. You know, some people will even tell you what they ate a couple of minutes ago. Because you know, they need to uh, socialize through technology. So, yeah, Dr. B, that's uh when you really think about it, it's kind of a scary thought because it's true. you know, we live in a world of technology, a virtual world that we we sometimes we don't realize we're in. Um, and it's kind of it's kind of a kind of a scary thing to think about don't you think dr b or or would you say it's a 100 percent blessing
1: i'd say some of these things are very scary to think about and so we're talking about you know i think these things will kind of sneak up on us especially when it comes to machine ai and modification over genetics many of these things you know, I believe we'll find people enthusiastically, you know, jumping towards these things, these things will become trends. And as you can imagine, like say for modification of DNA, wait wait until it's no longer about vaccines. Now people can you know, modify their looks. I mean, there's all these you know, whether it's women on Instagram trying to make their lips bigger, doing that cup challenge, you know, you see all these trends go on and now imagine when a trend happens and people look at it like okay i can now go take this uh shot that'll then modify my me or my future kids now have these features and these things and you know potentially uh humans are just gonna get phased out there will be these superhumans something beyond that and for all of us regular normal humans uh, we just aren't going to be as strong or smart as any of these other things that'll come out but at the same time you know i think there is a lot of risk there because whoever produces these things they actually have a lot of control over us so in a way all of these theories and conspiracies that are you know in that realm it is in a way humans uh leading to the detriment and the end of other humans so i after some after some thought i especially starting out this episode i do think we we will lead to our own own demise but i do think many many of the humans won't actually be completely aware of it and they'll be more enthusiastic about it it won't be i don't think anyone will really be afraid or there will be this exact doomsday uh, scenario that'll just come out of the blue it'll be something where it yeah it doesn't change overnight but over a number of years us humans will just be phased out but what do you think ace and my question to the audience do you do you think we will slowly phase ourselves out or will there be something a little more abrupt will god look upon us or will the anunnaki come back or will there be an apocalyptic type setting will a giant asteroid come and just wipe us out well what do you think would be the more likely scenario for humanity just drawing it all back to this question we asked ourselves in the beginning
0: well i'm going to answer this with what i'm seeing now um and it's pretty obvious. A lot of people don't see it, but I do agree that we are gonna phase ourselves out. Check this out. So you have the most, uh, the most, um, the most sought, the most sought out, the most popular, the most uh, obviously, the best right communities out there. When it comes to society the communities that are supposedly helping um humans out there who need help which is blm lgbtq um you have the the covid vaccine that you know if you inject it it'll help you however what i've been seeing with these things is um i've been i've been listening to folks uh and a lot of them have been telling me that they 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 can't have kids after the vaccines i'm not saying that that's true i'm just telling you what people tell me uh they become sterile right um and that's what a lot of people have been telling me they can't have kids anymore now is it because of that maybe not but that's just something that's brought to my attention um they want to vaccinate children as well blm i don't know if you've noticed but lately as a matter of fact since blm started back with george floyd um they've been encouraging criminals now I don't wish death on anybody, but uh, if you're going to protest for criminals and not protest for children that die in the streets and, you know, moms that get shot at by the criminals that get shot by the cops, um, that doesn't stand well with me. If you're going to support criminals over their families or people that they would potentially kill or killed, that does not sit well with me. So that's already a division from humankind and the destruction of innocent individuals over the... The, the, the incarceration of criminals, right? Um, that's already bad for humanity. As far as LGBTQ, a lot of uh, folks in LGBTQ do not have children. Uh, they do not want children. So why push for, you know, educating children and abortion? Uh, I know a lot of people that are in, in, the, in the LGBTQ community are pro, pro-abortion. I don't like saying pro-choice because that's not what it is uh they are pro-abortion and if you're pro-abortion that means that your job as a human as a person as a mom um you're not doing it because the job that we have as humans is to reproduce maybe not in in super large amounts but you know contain yourself a little bit but our job is to reproduce and guide so if you if you reproduce and don't guide your children you're already not doing your job as a mother if you try to guide other people's children into not having children or you know not wanting children obviously that's not the right way to go so what i've been seeing dr b lately is humanity not humanity but society or the powers to be in society do not want humanity to continue to bloom we've gone backwards when it comes to the progression of mankind and it only took a couple of generations, maybe one generation, to go backwards. It only took one generation or two generations to actually teach parents how not to be parents. Because a lot of moms, a lot of single mothers, and a lot of dads who who believe in the, uh, the whole uh, pro-choice agenda, um, believe that when you have kids, you have to let them choose whatever they want to choose while they grow up to me that's kind of pathetic because that's like saying i'm gonna write a book but i'm gonna let the book write itself yeah i'm gonna grab a blank book and let's just you know just let the book write itself because you know it's blank and it deserves to write itself it's gonna be my book but you know we'll just let it write itself right it doesn't happen that way ladies and gentlemen if you let kids raise kids they're gonna be kids forever it's up to us adults to you know to teach our kids to guide our kids to be better people it's up to us to let them know hey yes you are a boy and this is what boys should do yes you are a girl and this is what girls should do the whole thing with letting children decide if they're a damn dolphin or an attack helicopter i think that's a little asinine uh because they're not so the demise of mankind has probably already started there is a lot of hope out there. A lot of humans who actually want to teach little humans how to be better versions of them than they were yesterday. Um, but uh, yeah, Doctor B, the 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 downfall of mankind and the the attempt to stop mankind in our footsteps has already started. Not only in the important communities in society, but also in the medical field, also in the the. Um, I guess in the, if we're talking about the bigger picture, we're talking about COVID, right? We're talking about vaccinations. Again, I'm not saying it's true, but I am telling you what people are telling me. And a lot of people have become sterile. They're stopping mankind, the progression of mankind, for a reason. Again, I'm not saying that it's true that you become sterile, but I have gotten the memo from a few people Um and it's just not looking very good, Dr. B. So with that being said, Dr. B, we don't have too much time left in this program. We, do, we are trying to figure out the worst ways to die. And I believe at this point we've both chosen that the apocalypse will come from ourselves and each other. Because obviously we don't want to... We're too lazy to teach each other, so yeah. Why don't we just, you know, stop it right there and not, not, uh, not have any more children, or you know, not got our children to have any more. So, anything else you got for uh, these nice folk, Doctor B?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I really do subscribe to what you just said to me and the audience. Um, I do believe there is a strong you know global sport whether this is from elites or you know people in higher institutions uh we do see this advocacy for people to not have as many children not have children at all to get abortions to become sterile i mean we see we see things from uh different experts that our world is overpopulated we we see many headlines like that and there is you know it just seems like there are things pointing in the direction that okay you know we need people to i mean especially women to work more take up more leadership roles and and of course this push for people to have very little children if if any children so uh, i do see that we are heading in this direction where it's just not very supportive for us to reproduce and support life in a way it's i mean we're being fed this oh we need to start eating bugs (laughs) we need to start living in these little huts they not only do do they want us to uh you know, suppress ourselves and re- reproduce less. They also want us to live life to a much smaller degree. And the, with that said, even if we do continue living on, it, if we are to start eating bugs and, <laughs> and start living in cages, that, that would certainly be an end to humanity for me and I'm sure many other folks out there awesome well said yeah i actually forgot to uh throw the
0: feminist groups in there as well they're also i've talked to a lot of women who are feminist and some of them really do hate men um i mean i was actually talking to one of them a couple of days ago and uh you know bless her heart she did she does think that men are useless and um women can do better <laughs> without us men in this world and uh that's cute. You know, that's cute. It's kind of like watching two puppies fight. It's cute, you know, because we all know that that women wouldn't survive without men and men wouldn't really do very well or even survive without women. So let's not BS, you know, ourselves. Uh, we, we we're obviously both here. Both genders are here for a reason, and that's to work together. Um, so, you know, these feminist groups are telling these young women that they can do everything then they 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 you know little girls don't need you know men growing up and this and that and that just causes a whole mess of things um when this little girl grows up she'll either be lesbian and not have children which is the dream you know the dream is to make little use and, and 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 give them what you didn't have when you were a child you know and love your significant other even if he's a nasty dirty old man you know Ah, uh, like most feminists like to see us. We're nasty, dirty perverts, even if we're, you know trying to open the door for them, right? That's not the way things work, ladies and gentlemen, girls out there don't feel like don't feel like you're asking too much when you ask a man for something. We all need something. Us men, trust me. we need, we need you as well. Trust me and believe me. I know I speak for both Dr. B and I and a lot of the guests that I've had in my show that are men. We need you and we're not ashamed to say it because pride never got us anywhere if you put your pride in front of love if you put your f- your pride in front of real feelings guess what those feelings don't matter because pride is in the way so with that being said ladies uh specifically ladies you know don't feel don't feel bad for asking us don't feel bad for talking to us i know there's uh you know in different countries there's there's still women who who have the the cojones like they you know like to say the cojones to go up to a man that they think is attractive and say hey can I buy you a drink there's nothing wrong with that Let tradition be tradition you do what you do and you succeed the way you want to succeed and I promise you you will never fail for uh, for all you men out there you know keep on doing what you do be the best version that you are today um, that you've ever been uh, today better than you were yesterday, obviously. And for all you uh, for all you young adults out there, uh, keep growing up, you know, keep growing up the way you do, question everything. You don't have to follow trends. And if you do, make sure you do it for all the right reasons. Um, that's pretty much all we have for you today. Dr. B, anything else you got for these folks?
1: I'd just like to leave the audience with a similar message that We really do need to cherish life, our family, our friends. The best way to do that is to continue providing for your family and continuing to have children and support that structure. I mean, a lot of us want to make it big, want to make it on our own. And especially today, you know, it's always encouraging people to abandon their family, abandon their friends, travel, go move somewhere, go focus on work, all these things. But a lot of what people end up missing out on, especially is maintaining those relationships, spending time with their family, spending time with their children. We definitely need to maintain that, especially you never know if there's going to be an apocalypse around the corner. So my, my final message to the audience Keep in contact with those you love. Never know what might happen. God bless.
0: That's awesome. And I will definitely agree with Dr. B. I will leave you with this little thought here since Dr. B brought it up. Let's go back to 9-11. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do you really think that these people that were working hard in the Twin Towers were going to die that day? I guess not. I believe not. I don't think they they were planning on dying. But guess what? A lot of those, uh, a lot of those folks that were in those uh, in those towers, they didn't get to say goodbye to their loved ones. There were husbands in there that were angry at their wives the night before. There were wives. There was there was moms in there that were angry at, at at their kids the night before, right? Maybe a couple of them were mad at their puppies, at their dogs, at their moms, at their dads, at their grandpas, but they never had the chance to say goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, we are more fragile than you think. And we can, God forbid, but we step out into our porch and a drunk, drunk driver will come and smashes and kill us. So always remember, never stop loving. Never be angry enough to where you're going to stay angry because that may be the last feeling you'll ever get. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, always remember love and respect will take you a very, very long way. And I promise you, you will have a good day. Please stay safe out there. Love, love, love and be happy and God bless.